to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Seriously? Greetings, Storybrook. I'm Bobby Hawk. I'm Elizabeth Lafencia. And I'm Tony Hooper. And this is where you get three wishes, and one of them is us. We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you guys doing this week? I'm fantastic. Awesome. I'm so happy that we finally have people in the chat. Yes, and I'm glad you're back with us, Tony. Glad (laughs) to hear it. Glad to see everything's okay with you this week and whatnot. Yes, and it is great to actually have a few people in chat this week. Um, So, yeah, this was the winter. I kept saying fall finale and all the stuff I kept putting up, but obviously, I guess this is the winter finale and um okay so just quick spoiler alert what i i have actually two questions to ask you what did you guys think of the about this as just as an episode and what did you think about this as a fall finale loved it and loved it (laughs) okay (laughs) on all points and how about you tony um i'm gonna see here all like all as a season as i have i thought it was decent i mean i'm looking forward to the other half and also as a finale I could give it a a B plus. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll uh, be quite honest. Uh, I know Tony, you were telling Elizabeth spoiler that I might be spelling, spilling some haterade on this episode, <laughs> but um, I I gotta say that on the uh, that it was definitely true on first viewing. Um, I, I've got to say that uh, upon repeat, you know, like second third air or second third viewing, I I found more to enjoy. Uh, there's definitely some. Uh, some uh things i have to pick apart in this episode but for the most part i did enjoy it um but what? yeah we'll get into that in just a moment uh actually i don't even have teeth? the first <laughs> <laughs> i don't even have the first point this week uh tony no. I, I no 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 my rhyming summary oh yeah oh, don't, God, forget her, so... don't forget her special rhyming summary this is Lucy's first. job on it this week too so elizabeth why don't you start us off with our rhyming summary Thank you, Bobby. Okay. <laughs> For season six, episode 10, the winter finale, here's my rhyming summary. Emma's wish to have never become the savior comes true. A wish that David has no idea how to undo. The evil queen's plots are working in her favor, yet what she doesn't count on is Regina becoming braver. Regina ventures into Emma's wish to save her. It works, and Emma finally does remember. Escaping this wish is hard, I must confess. When Regina's true love comes back, what a mess. The first half of the season is over, but don't shed a tear. And this week's Wish You Were Here. And we wish you were here. <laughs> very good, Elizabeth. I'm very, very good this week. That was amazing. You got some bars. What? What? <laughs> But as I was uh, saying before, I totally forgot about the wrong summary there. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not going to start off the conversation this week. It looks like either uh, b- the both of you have uh, 
something to touch upon on the uh, the sword that was introduced. And was it last week and now this week? Mm-hmm. Can I go first? Can I go first? I raised my hand. Please go ahead, Elizabeth. <laughs> go ahead, Elizabeth. Okay. Okay. So about about the sword. Um. So now we know that the evil queen can be killed mm-hmm. from the. I think from the sword. I mean, she got injured from the sword. Mm-hmm. And here's my theory about it. Um, so I think it's because she is the copy and not the original. That's what I'm calling it. Because when Jekyll died, he was the original and Hyde was the copy. So when Jekyll was, you know, when, when he got that thing through him, uh, whatever it was, I forget what it was, it, you know, it immediately killed Hyde. So I think that that's why the evil queen can be killed. And then that's why Regina's not weakened or, or like the same cut doesn't appear on her face because it was the evil queen that got hit. So that's, that's my theory. Okay. Uh, it, interesting theory. I do, there is one, uh, quibble I have with it is that earlier in the season we have shown the evil queen, uh, can't be hurt, but then Regina can. So, you know, that, that has been shown earlier in the season do you think that there's something that's happened throughout the season that maybe uh the evil queen has made a spell or something that made her the original instead of the copy i just think it's the sword itself that makes it it, like that's it's a special circumstance okay so you're saying just the sword itself uh okay and and what did you, you had some questions about the sword tony yes i did um actually which is why i thought that we were actually getting ready to start with that point first so liz can go into her theory and and her point about the sword but no, but no, it, like it, it's cool. But it works either way. Are, yeah, it works either way. So seeing as how we're talking excited about, about wanting to go first, so I think. Exactly. <laughs> why not, Liz? You can always go first. Why not? Except if I have something exciting, and then you have to let me go first. I'm just so excited about the <laughs> well, What was your question about the sword? So my question is, okay, um, what is the sword's truest power? Like, what is it actually, um, you know, actually used for? Is it actually used to? to uh kill you know kill copies or is it is it a mirror of of another sword maybe maybe it's other it's other um what's the word i'm looking for it's other counterpart can do something else but this sword can do the complete opposite but uh, it also ties into actually one of our one of our chatters here had had mentioned something about excalibur um, and uh, and uh, how it reminds him of Excalibur that that a wound you know like a wound cannot you know I'm sorry he uh, it, um they mentioned that the sword reminds of you know reminds him of Excalibur that a wound mm-hmm. by it can't be healed so really my question is like what is the sword's truest power what is it actually used for is it used to kill saviors or is it used to kill evil twins what I'm sure that's all questions that will be asked and or answered in the the next half of the season, hopefully. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's actually one of the quibbles I had with this episode. Uh, um, okay, first off, I want to talk about like the the main meat of this episode, which was the the not cursed land. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I thought that came later, like a little bit later. Well, no, but I'm saying that that was what the episode was about. I mean, we got the interaction with the sword and everything you guys were talking about between Regina and uh, the evil queen and Emma and whatnot. And uh, uh, where was Selena in this episode? I was just now thinking about (laughs) She was nowhere to be found. I think she's trying to um, recover from her little fight that um, her and uh, Regina had done, even though she didn't do any of the fighting. Yeah, I didn't even (laughs) think about that. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, and then, of course, there was the turn of events where uh, um, 
the evil queen kidnapped Jasmine somehow just in the interim, even though she had a lamp. So I was wondering like what she snuck up behind her and took the lamp. I was wondering how, how, you know, unfortunately we didn't get to see how those uh, circumstances came to be, but Mm -hmm. ultimately the evil queen has the lamp, wishes uh, Emma to the enchanted forest, or not to the enchanted forest, wishes that Emma had her wish of not being the savior. And so now we're granted to this other land, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of not, of, I guess, the the not curse. I don't even know what to call, call this place. <laughs> the not curse. But, but, okay. The wish land. The I, wish I, land. Thought, I thought it was really cool to see some things like uh, like the the dwarves. If, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I saw a Stealthy there. I could have sworn I saw a Stealthy there because he was the only one that kind of wore like a kind of a hat. Yeah, he was dressed uh, all in black, and, um, had the big nose. Black yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw a Stealthy there. So that was it was pretty. really cool to see. I did not notice him. <laughs> it, it was really cool to get some think, nods like that. I, I think I think mainly he was in the front and not really directly into camera view. So and right, it, it was just one of the crowd that, shots. Right. What tends to happen is that, um, with you know, to really, to to really get into the the uh, discussion with this, not you know, not not real realm, seeing seeing as how they kept calling it fake. Right. Um, and that's to, something else I want to touch on in a moment. But go ahead. Exactly. But um, to get right into this though, I mean, like maybe maybe uh, her not becoming the savior was basically how her life should have been, you know, in, but see, in, in Tanner Forest. But see, that's that's the point, though. It's like, okay, it's kind of like it's a swanderful life, you know. Mm-hmm. like a uh, life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, they, they get to, like, uh, she wishes how this is how it would have been, but then someone gets to show her how it would have been, and is this really what you wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. And in the end, you know, she did realize that, no, she just was kind of a bubblegum gu- bubble princess, uh, bubble that, princess. That, she, that she didn't want to be, and, you know, she saw Henry in a place that she didn't want him to be, which is what ultimately broke her out of the, out of the spell. But, mm-hmm. um... There were a few things, so I liked a lot of those scenes, and it, you know, getting a chance to see what would have been, what could have been, not mm-hmm. necessarily what should have been. Uh, but I will say there are quite a few things that really didn't make too much sense to me. Um, okay, so we saw the picture of Neil slash Balefire, which I guess. Never mind Neil slash Balefire would have never been Neil. It would have just been Balefire because Balefire. he wouldn't have came. Or no, but see, that's the thing. He came to the real world before the curse was enacted. He, it, Emma didn't meet Neil until, you know, she, until, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if she had never came to the real world, then, or the, the real world, to our realm, then mm-hmm. how would she have met Balefire in the first place? Because mm-hmm. the curse not being enacted didn't stop Balefire, you know, from, didn't stop Rumple from losing Balefire. That still happens. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, maybe to to explain something like that, it really seems like okay. Well, Rumpelstiltskin still makes the curse. Um, maybe, like maybe by the turn of events, because when you turn the clock back, and as of how many you know things that didn't happen in you know the present timeline, maybe something happened between the timeline to where it was um, messed up a bit or something like that. And the turn of events that did happen to Bellfire during that time were, you know, were a little bit rearranged because Emma, you know, didn't ever become the savior. So really it kind of seemed like the, you know, the curse was either stopped 
or maybe it still went through, but it, but something happened, you know, like it's, uh, it's kind of a weird, unexplainable turn of events. Like if something, you know, what was supposed to happen, but it didn't. The only thing that would make sense, which is, is the throwaway that you slap onto everything on this, on the show is that mm. it was, uh, it was fate. You know, mm-hmm. it was fate that these two met. And so, somehow he found his way back to here and Mm -hmm. met her you know so Mm -hmm. okay yeah my but but we were never told that's what you know i don't know it it, it, it just felt weird to me and then being that her son was named henry even though the only reason his name was henry was because regina adopted him and named him after her father so why would emma name him henry there's no logic to it there really isn't yeah there really is no logic to that so maybe this was one of the points where it was like wait what yeah so that the like the that was a kind of a nitpicking quibble but that was that was kind of one of the big problems i had with this episode but mm-hmm. uh to to stay on the not cursed realm for a moment um okay everyone kept saying how this is fake this is fake this is fake but then mm-hmm. rumple made a point to say you know like you know if it's no big deal if it's fake just let me out just let me do this just let me do that and then even before he parted ways with them he said well i'm about i'm i'm off to raise a few fake villages i mean mm-hmm. you know if how fake is this realm really just because it was created from a wish doesn't necessarily mean all of these things were fake so i i kind of felt like regina gave in too easy as mm-hmm. far as killing snow and and uh david and just being like oh it didn't matter they're just you know, like regardless of whether that mattered or not, I mean, even Emma pointed it out. Yeah, that, that was pretty dark. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Most <laughs> definitely, this is true. I mean, it's it's crazy that an alternate reality of what could have been, you know, kind of changed up events some. So, I mean, like, it, you know, it it's it's just so many different things. But I feel like when we come back in March, that's that's one of the things that we'll be um, exploring is, you know, them continuously continually calling this place fake, not real and all of that. You know, mm-hmm. I think we're going to, you know, realize that it is, you know, just because it's not real to you doesn't mean it's, it's you know, not real to the people real that to, are to the people there are yeah. living it, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe it's just another realm that was created, you know, because we have a lot of realms, you know, um, well, the land without magic and right. just like any other science fiction or fantasy thing. You know, if, if yeah. you mess with time, you're going to create an alternate timeline alternate reality, you know, that doesn't exactly. necessarily uh, anyway, that's that's uh, how I felt about the not cursed realm. Do you guys have any other things to share? Um, no, but I'm pretty sure the chat probably has something. But oh, I please. I, I'm so not used to having people <laughs> chat. The I time. know. This is a brand I'm new sorry. thing. Like, it's like, it's like we're in our little alternate reality, you know, but it's great to also have chatters. But, um, our chatters, let me see what are they're saying. Um, there's a lot of talk about the sword. Uh, you know, earlier in the chat, and then um, uh, so- something about the evil queen couldn't magically heal the wound. Maybe you know, like, as we as we mentioned earlier, maybe we'll get more of the of that sword's origin because it can't just be just some random sword, you know, on purpose, not not crucial to the story. So hopefully, there's some explanation to that. Um, and um, let me see here, guess eight seven two seven, which was originally Aaron. Um, 
has said maybe it's a sword that can kill gods or anyone because Greek mythology weapons are found so easily on this show, which is true. You know, we're, like I bet, like I bet, if we if we thought about it, we're still thinking about how that hammer came into play and where did it come from? Like maybe it's one of many of Rumpel's treasures or. Oh no, that's exactly what it will turn out to be. It'll just be some other sword that was wielded by some other god or goddess or demigod or hero from some other story. You know, that's maybe that's... yeah. Maybe maybe they dropped it <laughs> and said, "Ooh, look, a sword! I'll just keep this in my little, you know, treasure chest." Um, let me see but here. to be uh, fair, they do have plenty of stories to uh, to pick from <laughs> to be able to. Which also brings another fact: when are they actually going to go back to? finishing the untold story arc because this 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 season they're did not. start out with that but they're, they're probably, not uh, yeah they just threw that to the side like here we're just going to help a few people find their untold stories and then we could just shift the i was yes yeah, <laughs> i i was a very surprised that that ended so quickly Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to find your your uh, your, uh, your untold stories, and we're going to help you. Yeah, right. How many people but, uh, you help? Three. But I shouldn't be surprised because it was last season when uh, the Storybrook gang came and was like, you know, we're tired of being on the sidelines. We're going to help you this time, and then you never heard from them again. You never heard from them well, ever I think again. You bring that up almost every time we talk. Every time we talk, it's so true, though. It is very true. I'm sorry. I'm... He speaks the truth. I mean, like, okay. it, just, it just really seems like the show put too many stories in sometimes, and they were like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, we got to like we gotta tie that up before we keep going. So, I was really looking forward to the untold stories thing because, <laughs> uh, especially with Captain Nemo, and I really liked the stories we did get, Captain Nemo. I liked the Jekyll and Hyde arc. Um, I was really looking forward to more um semi-modern science fiction you know like i've like i've said since i since mm-hmm. i started calling into the podcast i wanted to see mm-hmm. jules Verne. i wanted to see hg uh, wells um you know uh, but unfortunately you know like i said we got uh monte cristo jekyll and hyde nemo and that was about it mm-hmm. oh there was a little bit more of the chat because uh they mentioned some great some uh, good stuff um let me see here. Uh, it seems that uh, Aaron had said that um, that now they're just put, uh, you know pulling ideas out of a hat and you know and uh, and things to do in this show. And yeah, I I also you know am thinking that too. You know because it just seems like they're just running along with many stories to tell. I mean like I don't think the show is supposed to last forever or whatever, but you know that happens. Um, let me see how uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew has said that I found it very weird how some characters in the, the wish realm aged, uh, aged, you know, got old, um, while others didn't, uh, which was also weird. Like, so, you know, that's what, true. So Granny what wouldn't even be alive at that point, would she? she no, be. because <laughs> she, she, she shouldn't be because did you see how old, um, uh, charming no, and uh, charming. Snow they they put all the grays in the right places let's just say that but i but but that was a good point that they brought up because i hadn't even thought about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh and um, also bill had asked uh why was happy 
dead in the other universe. But oh, Happy was I, dead, like he wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, or, or or at least not around. Maybe maybe he was doing either something he was on vacation, ago. or yeah. or three months prior <laughs> there was a cave in in one of the mines, and maybe oh he died. <laughs> oh so, wow. so poor one out for Happy. <laughs> Uh, poor, hurt, then, then, you know, <laughs> then uh you better pour one out for dopey because he was absent too um like uh dopey Matt, was like, just running late i mean dopey's dopey dopey is dopey but that was mentioned by matthew <laughs> dopey, like dopey was absent so maybe he died instead like maybe with this with this wish realm maybe some things had happened in, in the turn of events making you know um with uh defeating the evil queen well That's obviously I yes i mean obviously that one chain of events did change things. But like mm-hmm. I said, the, the thing I found weird was that there were, it seemed to change events that even happened before the curse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. and, uh, well, that's all that, you know, but uh, a lot of good questions and good comments, you guys in, in the, uh, in the uh, chat, keep it going. Yeah. It, it's yeah, great. It's great to have some back and forth feedback. It's great. But um, where were we? <laughs> okay, it looks like you had something to touch on, uh, Tony, about Regina and Evil Queen with a dash of Emma. Well, yeah, okay. So I'll start with the dash of Emma. Um, I just thought it was ironically funny that she was humming the same tune that um that uh snow you know like snow did when uh, she was her age and and i'm like wait a minute didn't that <clears throat> didn't that song belong to your mother how did how did you you know well she probably know, sung it to her as a baby probably did but um also for the first part of the actual thing um but you know the emma point was so small but with the twist between uh regina and the evil queen on how on how maybe thinking that they're the same person so why not have the same wishes wishes you know the how it, that was a really cool twist how regina was able to to wish uh on the lamp as well mm-hmm. definitely i hadn't thought about that until it was playing out well which is why for the rest of the point i said i i want like like too bad that took her the first half of the season to figure that stuff out i mean there there were so many other things that she could have done um you know to stop some some events from happening of what the evil queen caused to happen you know i mean why couldn't she reverse some spells or things like that when they were stuck in the mirror uh, realm like you couldn't reverse the magic you couldn't you know i mean like you're 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 like it's like you're the same person so why not okay i i can see where you're coming from i hadn't thought about that but that uh seems to be a valid point mm-hmm Oh, but yeah, but that was just basically my point. I mean, like it's it's just that it was it, like it was a great twist of events, but you know, it just too bad it took her, you know, most of the half season to figure that out. <laughs> and what did uh, <laughs> you had something to touch, touch on about the evil queen there, uh, uh, Elizabeth? You, 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 you. What, you. Where? Where that you, one? You've been you, quiet. You, I, I, I've been quiet because I didn't know what to say, but I'm no, like, had, what point are you talking about? I, the, the evil queen. He was t- he was talking about the evil queen. I said, "What did you know? You, you looks like you had some thoughts about the evil queen in Aladdin there." Oh, sorry, I didn't know what you were talking about. No, you're fine. Don't I'm worry sorry. about it. I'm <laughs> really tired tonight, guys. This is I a conversational podcast. I apologize. I'm really tired. You can't be quiet. I told you. No, my favorite moment of the episode was when the evil queen hits on Aladdin and he says, ew. That made my night. That was so <laughs> hilarious. I was, me, my best friend and my mom, we watched it together and we were dying of laughter. It was so funny. He was like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was so funny because I've never seen, never seen someone react that way to her. And I've always, like, the whole Wumple and, and Evil Queen thing, I'm screaming ew at the whole time at, at the, that TV. So to hear someone mm. else say ew, it was just hilarious to me. Like, yeah, someone's was, finally saying, ew, don't touch me. I don't want you. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, that, whole, so that whole exchange was very good. That's very good. Yeah. It was very yeah, good. I think, I think she hits on anything that walks, to be honest with you. And then when David <laughs> becomes the his master, he's like, David, are you my master? And the look on David's face, he's like so happy and proud of himself that he got the lamp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a nice Every exchange with Aladdin this episode was just so on point and so Aladdin it was just hilarious this episode. He was just I loved him. Most definitely. He did he did do a good job this episode. He, he really did. did. A good job. It and you know, he was a comedic so relief well. this episode. You know who else does a good job? Uh, Bill and Anne Marie, and uh, <laughs> with with Universe Box. That was, so, nice one of that was a nice one. That was a nice. I see what you did. I see what you did. I see what you did it's there. Like, it's not smooth if you point it out. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> but oh as God. I was saying, it, Bill and Anne Marie do an awesome job uh, every week with uh, their multitude of podcasts, including putting this out on their feed. And why don't you guys uh, check out their Patreon, uh, Universe Box, or I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Universe Box gives you all the great rewards and... what is it? Uh, they do the Patreon hangouts every month where you get to hang out with people like us and Bill and Anne-Marie. Uh, you can get, uh, what is it? Uh, We're So Lost and all their podcasts uh, before they go out on the regular feed, if, if uh, like commentaries and different things like that that they do. And you can do all this for pledging as little as a dollar a month where you'll be able to get a reward of all of Bill's eBooks and screenplays. Uh, all the way up to $50 where you can actually record a special edition podcast with you as a guest with any topic you want. Uh, the, right now we've got, uh, what is it? 20, uh, 26 Patreon, uh, patrons, uh, sorry, contributing $119 a month. And I dropped the ball and did not get the, uh, the names from Bill. So if Bill is in the chat, he can, f- <laughs> throw the names to Tony and Tony can shout out the names because I totally dropped the ball there. But, and um, if Bill's in the chat, he can tell us when the next patron hangout is. Yes, like that's also know. true. Patron hangout is great, guys. One of my favorite, uh, favorite uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Favorite rewards for being a patron or Definitely. being a patron. I love that one too. They are and you can be fun. a Patreon too. Just uh, go to universebox slash Patreon. Uh, throw them a few shekels for making such great content, and remember to think outside. Outside. All right, moving on. Uh, another big point in this episode was Rumple and Bell. And uh, okay, guys, uh, last week I, I did. You got to cue the theme song. All <laughs> of the soap opera. <laughs> um. Okay, it seemed last week as if th- that Rumple had reached a point of no return with Bell, but um, it doesn't seem so much so this week. I'm, I'm on one hand, I'm glad that they're not just dragging things out, um, because yes. it does seem to be that Rumple and Bell will play a huge part in the story come March. Uh, but I don't know. Is this just like enough is enough as far as Rumple and Bell are concerned? What do you guys think? I'm, so, I'm starting I'm to just so cringe. 
I am so over the soap opera. It's not even funny. Like it needs to get canceled. They need to yeah. come back. They I really agree do. with Tony. <laughs> I just start cringing now when I see them in a scene together. It's like, oh, where's this uh, gonna go? I don't know. Do I want to watch this? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know how I'm, I feel. I'm kind of torn because I do feel like Belle made some uh, good points as far like uh, what was it she said? Uh, what have I done to you? Or what have uh, what, what have we done to each other? Yeah, yeah, what, what, have, yeah. what have we done to each other? Mm-hmm. And then what have we done what to our done son? To our mm-hmm. So, well, I uh, mean, to be honest with you, I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, <laughs> go ahead, please. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, they've they've both done things to each other in the past. You know, her her saying, "Oh, you're always going to be this. You're always going to be evil. You're always going to do this and find the cowardly way out." Like, I don't know why, but people, when you do stuff like this to people who are trying to change, and you push them and say, "Oh no, you are this and that," you push them towards what you're trying to get them away from. And that's what I feel like she did. She pushed him away so far that it's like, okay, yeah, I'm evil. But see, Whatever. this that's the thing that, okay, for me, this is how I feel. The one thing I do take away as far as what I loved, I forget which episode it was. I know it was recently, but where Rumple was just like, I am, you know, you need to accept me for who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, this is who I am. I haven't changed, you know, and I'm not going to change and, you know, I love you. I know you love me. And if you can't accept me for who I am, then, you know. Peace. Yeah. You know, I might get some haterade for this statement that I'm about to say. Uh-oh. But as a woman, I've known other girls that we like to try to change men a little bit, a little bit of their personalities or things that they have, habits or whatever. We, I am, no, and I am at fault for that, too, in past relationships. So, but what I'm saying is that, you know, Belle has tried to change him a little bit here and there over the years, trying to get him to be something that he's kind of completely not. Mm-hmm. And now he's finally saying, you know what, this is who I am. Deal with it. Accept me or move on. Or not move on, but you know what I mean? Like that's you know. standing up to mm-hmm. her and, you know, and, and, and I think that's good for him. But at the same time, who he is. It's not someone we really like. <laughs> this is true. Okay. And, and, and I'm spending the hair for you. <laughs> and it's true. Okay, it's I true. I, I have, I'm on Twitter at, at Queen underscore Liz 87. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true that Rumpel exhibits behaviors that we certainly uh, aren't a fan of. But I do feel like he has tried to change in the past. Um, but that he ultimately came to the conclusion that like, you know, this is it. I'm not changing. This is who I am. I'm, you know, I'm not going to make any compromises for getting what I, you know, for doing what I feel needs to be done, uh, you know, and deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, it is so true. Oh, thanks, Bill, for coming. He had um actually left us the uh, list of names of the Patreons. So we just got to fit, fit that somewhere well, in, Tony, in the episode. T- Tony, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Before we move on to the next topic, Tony, uh, for one of the Patreon rewards uh, at the $5 level, you get all your names uh, called out on every single episode of a Universe Box podcast. And this one is no different. Tony, why don't you yell out our extremely, uh, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> extremely generous. Thank you. That's Patreon, the word I was looking for. Yes. Patrons. <laughs> Patrons. Thank you. Oh, well, once again, Patreons, we just want to thank you for uh, supporting not only just like not only this podcast, but supporting all of Bill and Anne-Marie's podcasts. And your names are Becca Baca, Angel, Holly Max 79, Monica Jones, Other Anne-Marie, Sage of Earth, Patty, 
uh, Harry, and I'm sorry if I butcher this, Sattler or Settler or Sittler, um, Timothy Peters, Robert uh, Cattler, uh, Hope, Hope, thank you, Hope, uh, Karen Mullinex. J. Um, yes, Mullinex, uh, Karen J. Um, I'm sorry if I do this to uh, Hor- Horlatcher, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys, for butchering your names. <laughs> Jessica Gonzalez, Jacob Newman, uh, cause a commotion, and also Bill left us with the um with uh, with the uh, next um Patreon hangout. He said it was going to be in a couple of weeks, so he didn't leave us a date, but it's going to be in a couple of weeks. So look out your Patreons. Thanks for again for your support for for all that you guys uh, do and everything. Thanks. Yes, thank you guys thank you. for just simply being you and being the the greatest people you can be. Uh, and of course, the Patreon hangout. Um, what is it? This apparently there's no date set, but it will be in a few weeks. So mm-hmm. uh, keep an eye out on your uh, Twitter feeds or your Facebook uh, timeline yeah. or whatnot for uh, when that Hopefully will be before the new year. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, holidays are kind of a busy time, so I, I know that's understand. why I'm like hoping. Oh yeah, and uh, thanks, Bill, for all the information. He he uh, left the chat, so now it's just um, it's just um, Matthew in here, and um, uh, yeah, Matthew, and yeah. Hi, Matthew. Thank you for sticking around, Matthew. We will take everyone we can get. Uh, Tony, it looks like you had something else uh, about the evil queen becoming a snake. Yes. Um, so uh, let me see here. Uh, actually, David's wish did actually come true. She got exactly what she deserved. And um, now, although I do have a theory or not a theory, but mostly a um, a feeling that she is going to play a big part in, in uh, Jafar's arrival if he indeed comes to uh, Storybrooke after dealing, you know, dealing with Agraba. Um, I really do hope that either we go to Agraba and everybody comes there, or or he comes here and picks her up and they team up together in in a, in a kind of a a villain duo thing. They go on um, their own magic carpet ride. <laughs> exactly, you know, their own magic carpet ride. Um, let me see here, and also, um, am I like, am I doing the whole the whole point? I mean, just. Or is it, or just the evil queen point or what? Anything you want to touch upon there and the point you have. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, let me see here. Uh, and also with the um with the uh, black fairy, how long has she been in um in uh, Storybrooke? I mean, you know, uh, there's there's theories out there shooting out there that that she's the one who caused um Bell's uh, uh, pregnancy to speed up and things like that. Um, and her taking down blue and taking um and uh taking rumple and um bell's baby uh like how long do you guys even think that she's even been in storybrook to cause all this because where did you get the idea that she was in storybrook i don't understand that well she well, had to come to storybrook to get the baby to get the baby but i don't think know. that i think that she's just a fairy that can go between realms and she came and got the baby but mm-hmm. as far as her being the one that uh ex- accelerated the pregnancy I'm pretty sure Regina you know, took responsibility Probably, yeah. for that, like an episode or two, you know, like when yeah. like actually the episode that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, like, sorry, um, like, like there was just like just some things that I just wanted to uh, just you know just to point out there because it seems like the blue fairy didn't go too too far and you know without you know being you know captured and pinned down because 
they're like they she was found in the forest mm-hmm. so evidently she got um she got jumped in the forest you know the baby was taken and things like that i mean like i'm hoping that that'll be explained i hope it won't be a a plot hole that we just have to imagine what happened you know no I'm, I'm i don't know i don't think we'll necessarily i think it'll just be the the, the explanation we were given that the black fairy came and took her and off you know went off to this realm that uh rumple was discussing about at the end of the episode uh mm-hmm. which that uh i think you brought it up elizabeth in in the message group earlier where that uh that whole exchange was very reminiscent of angel yes i would love to talk about that well uh we'll get to that in just a moment if i haven't uh, uh did you have anything else to touch upon on your uh um point there uh, tony yeah um also, uh, how will uh, um, how will Emma and uh, Regina, you know, get back to Storybook because they missed their quote unquote only chance of getting back with um with the uh, bean. Uh, and also one more question. Like, I just have questions. Like, not even like not even a point to talk about. I'm just throwing out questions out there and and hoping for you guys' feedback and anybody else's feedback that's listening out there. Um, and also, how will the twisted sleeping curse, you know, be broken? over over charming of snow that's uh, basically just questions i'm throwing okay. out as far as uh the uh snake thing i don't necessarily think that was what she deserved i don't think that was a result of the wish i think that mm-hmm. just uh happened you know coincidentally and then dave just made an assumption uh as far as uh jafar i does uh, when he when she got turned into a snake i at I definitely thought it was Jafar underneath the cloak yeah, and I'm I'm sure that the writers did that intentionally for you know to make us think that that's who that was. Mm-hmm. Um at this point I wonder if we'll even see Jafar again but I'm right. sure he's I, I, I my guess is he's ruling Agrabah. True. I mean like, I, like he he's yeah. Agrabah and he's now ruling it and you know, we'll get like a few episode arc, you know, one or two episode arc of that. And I mm-hmm. feel like the first few episodes coming back, will be dealing with whatever's going to be happening with Emma and Regina in the wish realm. And, uh, um, just like you were asking Tony, uh, how exactly are gonna, they're going to be getting back from there. Uh, my guess would be more than likely making some other sort of deal with Rumple, mm-hmm. but, uh, who knows at this point. Oh, and um, also just one more thing, though. I mean, um, uh, let me see here. I know there was something else. Uh, the sleeping curse? Not, not like not the sleeping curse. It was something else that I was trying to think of. Um, with um, God, 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 I hate when this happens. <laughs> <laughs> like I just had something perfect to ask. Like uh, and um, uh, oh wait, there it is, there it is, there it is. Um, but with you, um, but with you stating about um. Um, Jafar ruling over um, Agrabah, didn't we last see him get sucked up into the lamp in Wonderland? How, yeah, how, but, can, a, how, like, how can a genie, you know, rule over, rule over, you know, Agrabah? Manipulated his master into making a wish that ultimately got granted Jafar's freedom. Nice quick explanation. All right. <laughs> I'll accept that. I just, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but he is very manipulative, so why not? <laughs> All right. Um, so uh I'm sorry, uh the main topic of discussion uh for the uh oh, sorry. Lost my train of thought there. Elizabeth, you had something to touch on with uh Gideon. All right, let's do this. Okay. Excited. 
right, so I have another theory, um, an explanation, you will. So when Gideon shows up and he's the guy under the hood, spoiler, if you haven't seen the episode yet, I don't know why you're watching this, though. No offense. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, moving on. Okay, so Gideon, I think he seemed really evil in that, you know, the whole, his whole entrance and everything like that. So here's my explanation of why I think he's evil. If any of you have ever watched the TV show Angel, which was a spinoff of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, then this theory of mine should make sense. In the show Angel, Angel had a son who was shortly kidnapped after he was born. His son does come back as an adult, wanting revenge against his father, who is Angel. So, and once, I think the Black Fairy raised Gideon to be evil, and now he is back to seek his vengeance. He is probably raised to hate his parents, at least that's what I think, but why he wants to kill Emma, that I have no answer for. So that is my theory. That is what I am thinking. I think for the most part, that sounds spot on, Elizabeth. I mean, I I thought you would love that, Bobby, since you love Buffy so much. (laughs) I I definitely think that sounds more or less spot on. Uh, the big question, though, is what are the Black Fairy's motives? I'm sure – I'm okay. I'm not going to say I'm sure just from past. <laughs> uh, I certainly hope we get an episode that uh, is – We have to have a Black Fairy episode. I can't imagine – That's what I'm saying. That, that will strictly be how the Black Fairy met um, – and I hate that I'm doing this again because one of our listeners pointed, pointed out the name to oh, us last her, week. Oh, Peter uh, Pan's real name? Yeah, Peter Pan's real name. Her, oh, uh, uncle's it? dad's real name. <laughs> I forgot. But, but we all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I certainly hope we get an episode where we where where that relationship is explained, where the breakdown of that relationship is explained, and then was it something that happened in that relationship that ultimately turned her into the Black Fairy and made her, you know, not only give up her son, but then ultimately, so, you know, like even Rumple pointed out. You know, why is it you steal every child except for the one child that should matter to you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah. that that's what I'm the story that I'm most interested in going forward is the Black Fairy and her motives and all of that. Um, and I don't know. Like I said, I, I I would say I'm I'm sure that that's a story we'll touch upon. I just hope it's done. Uh, it, I just hope they give the story justice. But as far as the vision goes and Gideon being the the hooded figure, I've got to say this was like, this was why I didn't like the episode when I first watched it. Um, Okay, I... My theory from the beginning was that it was Aladdin. Uh, I knew a few episodes ago that wasn't going to happen. So it's not like I'm disappointed because my theory didn't come true. Um, I'm happy that it wasn't just simply Regina or Jafar, because as we stated before, I feel like that would have been simply too easy. But I just don't feel like anything about this was like um, foreshadowed. It, It doesn't feel like any of it makes any sense. It just seems like they just arbitrarily decided to make Gideon the hooded figure. Mm-hmm. I, in, in my opinion, with a story like this that plays out, and there's a big revelation. The revelation shouldn't necessarily be uh, telegraphed. You shouldn't necessarily see it coming. But when it does come and it does happen, you should like be like, oh, of course, you know, like you should be able to like in hindsight, put it all together and, you know, like, oh, of course it was going to be that it could have been nothing but that. And I definitely didn't feel like that about Gideon. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll explain it. I mean, you know, I'm sure they'll explain it. I just hope they do it. 
well. Like there, it's going to have to be a pretty darn good explanation to win me over because I just was not a fan of that reveal whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It felt <laughs> felt very anticlimactic to me. No, I I kept uh, to be honest with you, I kept screaming at my TV, Jafar, Jafar, Jafar. Well, like and we all like, said when the, when 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 the figure turned <laughs> Regina into a snake, yeah, we all figured it would be. We were Jafar. all thinking Jafar. Yeah, right, all right, right. Yeah. And uh, but then of course <laughs> there was another big reveal of this episode. Uh and I think me and Elizabeth kind of hit it on hit the nose on the head last week when we said like in the last minute we'll get to see Robin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is exactly what happened. Um, but Tony, what do you I mean you just said let's talk about it. So Tony, yes, let's talk about, let's it. talk about it. Robin is back, you guys. Let's talk about it. Woo! Oh my god. Woo! <laughs> talk about uh turn like so happy. Happy. I'm so happy. Yes. Happy. <laughs> happy, 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 happy that he's back. Like what a like I think that's gotta be out of all the big twists of events of this episode, that's gotta be the biggest. Because now you know, now Regina is the one that needs saving. Regina's gonna be the one that needs to wake up. Cause it's it, like it's, cause it just seems like, okay, you came here with a mission to help out Emma, to get her, you know, to wake her up from from this 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 dream, this nightmare that that hey, this is your real life, uh, and it's good. You know, like that cause it cause it just seems like it's a repeat of what happened during um before um before before they met the uh the the uh Zelina um, the wicked witch mm-hmm. um it just seems like she was so excuse me hell bent <laughs> on believing that this is my life this is where I belong things like that but it's but it's now it's now her turn to save Regina and well I wouldn't I wouldn't say to save actually you know okay I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take my comment back I don't say I don't like I don't think it's gonna be the, to save it's going to be to 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 uh basically bring her out of this like hey he's not real this is the dream world you know he um he's not really here but who knows maybe he is real this is where he probably ended up in in in, in a dream I mean I'm I'm just very excited to have him back with this you know like any other way would be, you know, great. But you know, what do you guys think? I, th- I thought they did a pretty good job uh, with the way they brought him back. It didn't feel forced. It didn't yeah. feel mm-hmm. um, out of place. Uh, and I don't know. As far as I don't know, I feel like what's probably going to happen is the three of them will, uh, you know, obviously go on some sort of quest to find their to find their way back to uh, Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. I think that you know. I'm sure Regina will probably want to stay behind at some point, but then, uh, oh, you know, something will happen. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just happy to see it play out, and I'm sure it's probably going to play out over, say, two or three episodes. Uh, Definitely. I, I have know. a theory again. Oh, please. Oh, go ahead. It's not a good one, though. You're welcome. It's not a good one. Uh-oh. But I think Robin Hood is going to die in the Wish world because – He's only got a few episodes, so they got to get rid of him somehow. So well, they just they leave the wish him, world. If they kill him in the wish world, or you know something bad is probably going to happen. But it, if you guys saw the promo for next, you know, for March, you mm-hmm. know, Regina's like, you know, what do you want to start a new beginning? He's like, okay, pretty much. So it looks like something good will happen between them. But at the same time, I don't know. I just feel like they're they're probably gonna kill him again or something. It's just gonna it's gonna be a sad ending because they're, they're gonna have to pull apart again and say goodbye again, and it's gonna be sad. Um, it's also, he can't leave the dream world. 
Yeah. Well, of course he can't. Yeah, I don't think he could leave the dream world. But for a second, I did think Rumble was going to jump in that portal with him. I really mm. thought he was going to do that, and then he disappeared. I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. But with with um, ah, shoot, what am I thinking? With Robin Hood, did he not seem like okay? He's like he's like a really noble character. He's really um, he has his set of his ways set. And then he's like shooting at them, going, "Hey, ladies, this is a robbery. Give me your jewels." And I'm just like, "I oh, don't feel like the Robin we know. Like the mm-hmm. Robin we know was past all that." Mm-hmm. Okay, but so this what happened so- to him that he's not? Well, first of all, he's probably been stuck in, you know, uh, being an outlaw for 28 years. Which, again, going uh, jumping on the point someone else made earlier, why is he not look 28 years older? This is a good question. I mean, like, who knows what happens when your soul, quote-unquote, gets obliterated? I mean, do you just fade into the dream, the uh, the uh, the wishy dream uh, realm, I'm going to call it for now, until we get a name? <laughs> That's an interesting theory, Tony, and uh, one that we'll definitely see whether or not it plays out uh, – Come March. Oh my God. We have like three months. Oh, I know. Two, I three. always hate the hiatus. It's always like summer and March. It's always the same. It's always three months. It's like, it's crazy. I, I it's didn't realize it was going to be. Yeah. I didn't realize it was going to be so long. Uh, no. But okay. I actually have one more point. Uh, as far as do you, do either of you have any nominees for quote of the week? Okay. Or really, I think I have a quote. Um, the queen got just what she deserves. Something like that. My my nominee Something for quote of the week this week. Uh, not necessarily a great a great quote unto itself, but uh, taken in context. Okay, at the beginning of the episode. They were talking about the the sword uh, of unknown origin at this point, um, but they said, uh, uh, "What was it?" Hook was saying that uh, we need to destroy the sword, and uh, mm-hmm. then Emma and Regina said, "We don't want to destroy it; we want to understand it." I feel like those words were intentional by the writers that they weren't necessarily just meaning the sword; that they were meaning the evil queen as well. Hmm. That That's we want to understand theory, the I mean, evil queen? Yeah, we don't want to destroy it. We want to understand it. I've no, said that. We don't want to understand her. No, we don't. But this is what I've said from the <laughs> beginning. She's, I mean, okay, the, the only way to defeat the evil queen is by accepting that she's a part of yourself. Mm-hmm. And the I evil queen. The evil queen <laughs> continuously points this out through the season. I am yeah. you. I'm you. I'm you. I make, you know, I, I, we are the same person. I make the same decisions you make, you know, you should know as well as I do. And so I feel like that's the point that we're trying to make this season is mm-hmm. that, you know, you have to accept yourself before you can move on. That's, and that's what it seems like. I mean, it's just, I don't, cause, uh, because, it, cause even if she gets to turn back into her human form from being a snake, um, I feel as though that she's not going to be gone just simply that easy. Regina's going to have to accept herself probably before, you know, her evil counterpart goes back into her when she's accepted that, hey, I that's was exactly, once, yeah, that's exactly what you said. Like, I was once an evil queen. I mean, and this was a part of me, but it's not, it, it doesn't have to hold power over me. It, it doesn't have to power. define who she is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, somehow they're making it define who she is because every time, so, like Rumple said in this episode, that she's a weaker version of herself, and, and I don't think that's fair. 
but Rumpel just said stronger. that Rumpel just said that to to uh, you know uh, push your buttons. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, been said a lot throughout the season. I mean, well, maybe it's just her her other half. I mean, like it's not it's not saying that that you are you are the weaker version. It's, it's just that you are you are what you could have been. The the times that it's been said have been t- have been by like Rumpel by by the evil queen. And uh, just like Hyde or Henry rather said earlier in the season, you know, villains will say whatever they have to say. You can't believe them. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I believe that, you know, Regina being, you know, two different parts, the evil queen and herself. Mm -hmm. Regina is who she should have been. I was like, 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 like this is just my opinion on the situation. This is that it's not that she is the weaker version. It's just that Regina is, you know, like Regina is being who she should have been before she got, you know, her life manipulated and brainwashed. I think that love is weakness and to be, to be somebody, you have to have power. You don't mm-hmm. need love. Regina's just being who she was supposed to be before that. And the result of her being brainwashed throughout the years by her mother and, and other forces pulling her saying like love is weakness power is strength mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's just it's just accepting that fact that okay hey i was once an evil queen i accept it boom and that's when the evil queen finally disappears and goes back into her i bet that's exactly what i've said from the beginning of yeah that's exactly what they needed to do need to do defeat to defeat the evil queen and you know or defeat because she won't be defeated so like you just said so you know she'll merge back into regina and they'll become one again mm-hmm. but oh, uh oh, matthew had a like matthew had a few things to say in there oh please chat. go ahead i keep forgetting that there's people in chat <laughs> <laughs> uh matthew was uh saying that um i guess i'm guessing liz is going to talk about connor from angel this is when she was speaking on her theory with um mm-hmm. yep with, um the crossover uh let me see here um because um, also matthew was thinking the same and uh he mentioned about jane um Espenson. Mm-hmm. yes what was the writer on buffy too um one of the once writers and uh he also said malcolm that, malcolm yeah <laughs> sorry malcolm. i didn't mean to interrupt you i, I got go you i was like oh <laughs> malcolm thank, thank you um, matthew thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh and then um also he mentioned some people think think this robin came to exist as a result of the wish david made um he wished that the evil queen would get what she deserved and she deserves to be loved that's what i would add to that like I, you know like exactly even, even though even though she's evil heartless spiteful you know, <laughs> the list goes on the list goes on you know but she deserves to be loved or maybe that's all she's ever wanted. Oh. She was. I mean, cool okay, person. I like that. That yeah. is really beautiful. But at the same time, David meant that in a very malicious way. He did. You know, he 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 most definitely did didn't mean well, it. Just, like, oh, it does. You know, it, you know. Yeah, wish doesn't always go by your intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Exactly. It, it goes by your real intentions by by what you mean by it, and then it gets twisted and you know into something else. Mm-hmm. At least that's what it sounds like. Um, and then, uh, he had mentioned that, um, and that could include Regina by extension as she's the same person. And, um, and also he mentioned that, which like, which would explain why this Robin hasn't aged in in over 30 years. Okay. Okay. Of a certain wish. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you for your comments, um, Matthew. Thank you. All very good points, Matthew, Paul. Thank you. 
And uh, I guess that's really all we have to say as far as the story of this week's episode. So let's just move on to the arbitrary scale. Uh, a lot of rubbing on this lamp going on in this episode. <laughs> so uh, out, of, out, of, out of 732 rubs on a well-worn lamp, what are you guys? Uh, Elizabeth, how many how many rubs are you going to give this episode? I would say 692. Hmm, okay. Uh, reasoning for for the scale? Well, I genuinely, generally enjoy mid-season and season finales. They tie up a lot of loose ends. They give you a lot. They, they, they're really satisfying for me. Okay. So I really enjoyed this episode. Um, it was a good surprise. I thought of it two seconds before he lifted the hood. I'm like, it's Giddy. And then he lifts the hood. And I'm like, yes. Okay. So, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, that's, but it wasn't a perfect episode. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the time travel episode. That's a perfect episode of me. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. Yeah. But as far as this being you, so you were happy for the most part, this delivered what it needed yeah. to for as far as a winter finale goes for you. Yeah. Okay. And Tony, how about you? How many rubs are you going to give this one? I'm going to give this, this episode 710 rubs on a well-worn lamp. <laughs> All right. Pretty high there. So you, you liked this episode quite a bit. I mean, yeah, as uh, it really showed us again, what Emma's life could have been had she not been there savior you know the mm-hmm. life that at one point she wanted but then also in, in all actual reality um you know even though you want something so badly you know there's always a price at at you know at what you are at what you are wishing for which comes from the you know the uh the uh, phrase be careful what you wish for you know you just might get it right um, but like i love i loved all the twists and everything like that and like i said i loved how emma's life could have been in the enchanted forest with, with her parents you know and um and just most of the uh, twists that are uh, that the that, that just happened in this episode. I mean, I like for the fact that you know we get to see Robin again, and he's going to be very very important, well at least to to um to to uh, Regina and most of the story too. In fact, I mean, come on, a character comes back, why not add in some more spice to uh, you know to the episode and you know give it what it you know and what it needs but yeah that's mostly my um rating i liked it why not all right and i'm going (laughs) i'm gonna say uh 600 and 662 662 yeah i was gonna go less but like i said the first time i i watched it i did let you know tony that i just did not really care for this episode at all mm-hmm. um upon further viewing i did find quite a bit to enjoy but it was i just felt like the key moments that happened i.e the revelation of uh who was under the the cloak and uh the, the wish land itself having so many weird discrepancies as far as i was concerned mm-hmm. um Pretty much those those two main quibbles for me uh, knocked it down to where it's at. Uh, it's like I said, I I did enjoy being able to see like what could have been or what would have been, uh, not necessarily what should have been. Um, and I'm really anxious to see just exactly what happens uh, as far as the Black Fairy is concerned. And really anxious to see if they can win me over as to why Gideon uh, was the one under the cloak. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Matthew's rating is, are you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> 586 rubs. Wow, he did not care for it. And he did and not did care he for it at all. did he did he elaborate on why he did not care for the episode? Uh did not, but he did say, dang, I rated it lower than Bobby, which is also a surprise, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go lower, honestly. I was gonna go lower. But like I said, there was quite a few quite a bit I did like about it towards you know, upon, uh, I don't know. I, I thought it made uh, some good points. I just, anyway, I, I already explained why I didn't like it. But uh, you guys decided to change up your duties for this week. Uh, since Elizabeth gave us the rhyming summary, Tony, you're going to give us some uh, news and speculation. So on to the news. News. That was pretty good. Yay. Yay. Okay, go on. <laughs> After 10 whole episodes. <laughs> oh go, go ahead, Tony. All right. First up, the ratings. The winter finale of ABC's Once Upon a Time on Sunday drew a 3.25 million total viewers with um and a 0.9 rating, ticking down on both counts to its second smallest audience ever while while matching its all-time demo low. Uh, TV line readers gave the episode an average uh, grade of B minus, B for boy. <laughs> B for boy. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, and, I thought it was great enough, you know, to draw in some more um people. I mean, why, why not? <laughs> and okay, so there was no news or anything, considering that this is going into the. Uh, the winter finale. I'm sure that uh, they probably won't be starting to film or film anything for the next uh, next round for another month or so. Anyway, not yet. Um, there is a little bit of news about um, about something to look forward to, such as uh, such as uh, Captain Hook and Emma Swan reunited. Um, talking about that, there are just going to be some more other issues that doesn't revolve just going to a wish a wish realm, <laughs> and that some issues are coming around the corner. So, yeah, double huh. turn. So some like uh, some cloudy days for uh, mm-hmm. Hook. Like, what's what's the name of their Captain um, Swan? Captain Swan, like. Okay. Like uh, the um, the uh, weather, the the uh, the uh, weather forecast shows um, rainy and cloudy days for Captain Swan um, oh, shippers. No. Um, I think, like, see, uh, like, I I can read just a little bit of it. Uh, let's see, the the executive producers hinted that a couple that the couple are heading for more adventures together in an upcoming episodes. According to a spoiler report from TV line, Emma and Hook, Colin, Colin O'Donoghue, will embark on an epic adventure filled with romance, danger, and passion in the second half of the season. But that is not where their problems end. This week's mid-season finale finally revealed that the identity of the, of the hooded figure set to kill the savior of Storybrook. Gideon, the son of Belle um, and Rumpel, w- uh, was discovered to be stolen by the Black Fairy. Based on this, on his inescapable fate, he will not exactly be a good guy. So yeah, <laughs> there's some stuff to look forward to, and I'm excited. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always excited for a new half season or a new season of Once. You know, I'm always excited about Once. It's my favorite show. I'm I'm here to the end. Dang it, <laughs> I am I here to the end. Still don't quite understand why exactly Gideon would want to be killing Emma, but yeah, like what? Just a sense of warped, like. 
what happened well, to him? <laughs> but that's the point. You know, we're exactly. supposed to be sitting here speculating, you know, if they, yeah. if we knew exactly what was happening, then there'd be no point in, in watching it every week. This is true. Oh, and also Matthew had mentioned that uh, they have, uh, like they've been filming still, actually. Uh, they're currently filming epi- uh, season six, episode 13. But oh, wow. They will, but uh, they will be taking a break soon for the holidays and return to film more in January. So thank you so much, Matthew, for that um, info. We really needed thank that. You, I guess we won't be getting any uh, news on any of the those kind of uh, episodes probably for the next month or so. Nah. Mm-mm. But probably, uh, probably. this week we actually finally got some less listener feedback after a uh, week of silence. <laughs> after a week of silence. Yay! What is this, the realm of silence? Like, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, actually, a few of the things are touching upon some uh, episodes, uh, of some things that we mentioned in previous uh, podcast episodes. Um, so Matt C. here uh, left a comment on our YouTube saying that ABC has, uh, I believe that we were saying uh, that we weren't sure if uh, ABC, if uh, they were talking about renewing Once Upon a Time yet. And he said that last year they had actually uh, renewed Once Upon a Time and a bunch of other shows very early. And it got the season re- six renewal in early March ahead of the second half of the season airing. And this was because of a uh, long, oh, I'm sorry. He, I'm sorry. I, the comment was cut off there. I had to go to a different page to read the rest of the uh, comment. Okay. So, uh, this was because longtime ABC president Paul Lee got the boot and was replaced with Charning, uh, Channing Dungy, who is actually the sister of Marin Dungy, who played Ursula on Once Upon a Time. So we could potentially get another early renewal this season. Yay! Yay! (laughs) But I really hope it's a wrap-up season. I'm sorry. No! For me, it depends on what happens. Right, it depends. Like it really just depends on what happens. But to be honest with you, come on, what else could they do? What else? They'll figure out something. But to be, uh, I don't know. I mean, I can I'll see what you're good. saying, Tony. But to be honest with you, I don't see what's happening this season wrapping up anything. Like as far as the series as a whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really thought that's what they were going to do last season. Like, where do you go after you go to hell? But yeah, that's what a lot out. of people say. Yeah. It out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So we do have another uh, email here from uh, Emma Freeze. Uh, Hi, greetings from Storybrooke. Recently, you've been talking a lot about the genie and Robin Williams. As much as I like the idea that this is about him, I'm afraid I have to burst your bubble. In season one, we see that Sidney Glass, played by Giancarlo Esposito, the person Regina put in the mirror, was the genie. Uh, Snow's father, Leopold, found his bottle back in the Enchanted Forest and wished to set him free. This made his cuffs come off and the same cuffs that Aladdin now has on. Now that I hadn't realized, if that is the case. But I don't necessarily think we were saying that we thought Aladdin was wearing uh, Robin Williams' genie's cuffs. I think that we were just mentioning the few nods they made to, uh, like, uh, like I believe, what was it? Aladdin said something along the lines of, I once had a good friend. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a few nods yeah. like that. You know, we weren't necessarily like that, thinking yeah. that, you know, they were saying that this genie in this lamp was the Robin Williams genie. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I do, I'm sure we all knew we remembered Sidney Glass being the genie. Uh, mm-hmm. But they do go on to say that he warned Leopold that all wishes end badly, which was evident when at the end of the episode, 
uh, which I believe is season one, episode 11, Fruit from the Poisonous Tree. <laughs> uh, he kills Leopold with his venom from the Agrava Viper in an effort to be with Regina, whom he loved. He then wished to be with, with Regina forever, and that wish magically put him in her mirror, and that's how he got there. Again, I love the whole Robin Williams idea. I've always been a big fan of his, but unfortunately, I don't think this is what they meant for it to be. And uh, that, that's all they had to say. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> and then about this week's episode, wish you were here. Uh, we have one from Nolan McKenney. Hey, greetings from Storybrooke. I didn't send a letter for last week's episode because I couldn't really think of much to say about it. It was an okay episode. The Black Fairy being Rumpel's mother was great. I liked Emma and Killian helping Bill, uh, helping Belle and Aladdin. Uh, this mid-season finale episodes, I have a few mixed feelings about. Regina spent her whole time in this wish realm, which is apparently what A&E and the wiki is calling it. Saying nothing in it is real. Then Robin shows up and she risks possibly her only chance to go back to Storybrooke to stare at an alternate version of her deceased lover where he doesn't even know they were together. Also, Adam and Eddie said this with, uh, this wish realm is now a world created by the wish. So in other words, Regina did succeed in killing Snow and Charming. Oh, no! I, I actually oh, had that no. same, I actually had that same thought when that happened, honestly. Um, like I said, I mean, just because they keep saying it's fake doesn't mean it's fake. Uh, anyway, I like seeing Emma and Henry in the EF or Enchanted Forest with an end, with an age Snow and David. I liked seeing Hook and David work together in Storybrooke. And I would have been surprised at the ending if I hadn't been spoiled about it from filming pictures. I knew that Robin was going to return in this episode and that Gideon was the one under the hood. I think that I'll give this episode somewhere between a 6 to 8 out of 10. The most excited thing I'm looking forward to for the next couple few episodes is it looks like Wish Realm Henry will be an antagonist for as long as Emma and Regina are stuck in this world. From his point of view, the evil queen killed his grandparents and captured, kidnapped his mother. Also, doesn't that technically make Wish Realm Henry king slash ruler of this version of the EF since Snow and David are dead and Emma has been quote unquote kidnapped by the evil queen? Uh, I guess it would. I mean, they did say he was Prince Henry. And if, uh, if, you know, Emma's not there to rule and Snow and David have been taken out, then yeah, I guess that would only leave, uh, Prince Henry. And long live Prince Henry. I mean, King Henry. <laughs> yeah, Henry. yeah, I guess it would be King Henry at that point, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long All live right. King Henry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we have one final uh, voicemail or voicemail uh, email from Aaron Stoll. Hello, here are my thoughts on this week's episode. I wish Regina would stop wearing that sailor outfit. Emma had a really delayed reaction to the evil queen's wish. Never thought Emma would say mommy and daddy. Yeah. And also, am I wrong? Or the first time she says mommy and daddy, did it almost sound like British? It sounded like no, she was saying, I didn't British. I mean, she sounded like, like childlike. Childlike, yeah. I, I don't know. It sounded like she was like mommy, daddy. Mommy, daddy. <laughs> no. Nah, I'm not I'm not sure about that. Like, but it did sound like she was either like 
Yeah, it was it was just weird to hear like a 30-year-old woman say mommy and daddy. Mommy and daddy, help. <laughs> anyway, uh, going on. In the Wish Realm, Neil is a hero, but if Neil came back to the Enchanted Forest, then why was, why was Wish Rumble so disappointed in Regina for not casting the Dark Curse? Exactly. I thought you used to, I thought you used to, okay, let me see if I can read that one more time. I thought you used to blood, okay, I thought you used to blood to find someone with the magic lobe. Oh, well, he didn't have the blood of his kid, and so he used the combined hairs of him and Bell, which would, you know, make, anyway... I, I understood that. Uh, best line of the oh, okay, Evil Queen, quit touching Aladdin, you creep. Best line of the episode is I'm not here for your perversions, Regina. So apparently, he also had a nomination for quote of the week. Uh, how, how is Stealthy there? Okay, so he noticed Stealthy as well. Uh, Regina trying to convince everyone she isn't evil is hilarious. Emma singing Someday My Prince Will Come is so weird. Uh, shouldn't he be King James, not King David? Because no one knew he was David until they went to Storybrooke. True. See, another thing I didn't even Plot think of. Holes. I didn't even think about that either. <laughs> uh, shouldn't the queen finish her wishes before David gets to use his? Not necessarily if he now has, yeah. uh, pro- you know, yeah. has... Uh, it's, it's, it's whoever has... The- Possession. Possession. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Jeez. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Shit. Okay. In the alternate universe, Rumpel told Regina that he knew where a bean was, but in the case, in that case, why didn't he need the dark curse? Or why did he need the dark curse? Yeah. He could have just used the bean to go get. Anyway. Uh, Oh, Rumpel, you silly little. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Rumpel, you silly little imp. Uh, Mercy, please, (laughs) really. Mercy, please. Uh, dumbest wish ever, David. Uh, <laughs> Regina, I love how he's just leaving these points with like, like no, uh, <laughs> with no time context. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Regina is just like you're so pathetic, Emma. Uh, Henry's name shouldn't be Henry because Regina named him that, just like I said earlier. Yeah. Uh, portal, we've been portaled. Grumpy should be do should, <laughs> gr- portal. We've been portaled. Grumpy should do breaking news on the local news. <laughs> he should get his own spinoff show. <laughs> uh, going to Agrabah was a foolish wish because Agrabah could be under sand and they could suffocate. Oh my uh, Bell, oh, wow. it's not Rumple's fault. You took advice and trusted an embryo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know this was coming, but why is Gideon the hooded figure? Thank you. My question, my sentiments exactly. Uh, why is Robin, Robin young, but Snow and David aren't? And why is Robin alive, but not Neil? Well, Neil could have died in some sort of other battle in the Enchanted Forest. But my question is, why is Neil there to begin with? Yep. And so he says out of 325 uh, glasses of all, apple martinis, I'm sorry, that's <laughs> not apple martini, it's apple teeny. I give a 286 because Emma was pathetic and the w- wish realm made no sense. Uh, you didn't seem to get my feedback from last week, so if you have time, here it is. Wow, I didn't get his feedback from last week, but we will go. <laughs> Here's what he had to say about last week. Okay, um, uh, e- Evil Queen's reaction to gold turning the fairy old is hilarious. It's ironic how Belle is appalled at the fact that Rumpel stole a baby when chron- chronologically she later told Zelina's baby. 
Uh, I know the creators have said that Gideon is really Belle's child, but why is she so accepting of this? Uh, Squid Ink, of course. <laughs> the outfit the Evil Queen wears when she confronts Zelina is amazing. Where is Zelina's coat? Uh, where Zelina's coat is hideous. Uh, I love Regina, but I have to agree with Zelina. She killed her only love for you, and you're still blaming her. They should have put the genie on the Evil Queen so that she would be trapped, and they could wish that she couldn't hurt anymore. Uh, favorite? Oh no, yeah, we don't have to see the Evil Queen and Gold making out anymore. So I'm, I'm sounds like he was pretty happy about that. Thank God. Uh, favorite line of the episode, you want to know what failure looks like, look in the mirror. Yes, that was a pretty good line. Uh, no one in Storybrooke can have a normal pregnancy, can they? No, this is fantasy land. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh, the Black Fairy's son is Rumpelstiltskin. Yes, I did not see that coming. Uh, in the episode Snow Falls, Snow mentions that she got dust from a dark fairy. I wonder if it's the same one. Yep, I was wondering uh, that. I, I, I hadn't even thought about that. I just watched the episode the other day. And uh, finally, a baby who wasn't named after a dead... Finally, oh, finally, a baby who wasn't named after a dead character. And how did Belle find the baby's parents? That's a very good question. I don't think that needs explaining, though. I mean, it just happened. Hey, look. Exactly, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's the baby's parents' house. Let's go to it. And so, out of 619 cups of aging tea, I give this episode 120. Wow, he really hated the last episode. Uh, pretty much the only thing I liked about the episode is the Black Fairy twist and the Evil Queen. Also, if you have more time, you should read this. God. Boy, he is long-winded tonight. Lots to yes. stare. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, okay. Thank you. Adam and Eddie, okay, this season will be based on untold stories. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we just mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snow, awesome. Will we finally see the story of when I used the Hertzman's whistle he gave me? Uh, okay, okay, okay. I see. He's, he's giving me a little script to read here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam and Eddie. Okay, this season will be based on untold stories. Snow. Awesome. Will we finally see the story of when I used the huntsman's whistle he gave me? Um, no. No. <laughs> oh, oh, Granny. Okay, will we finally get to my story, how I married the man who attacked me, and what happened to Ruby's parents? Uh, well, Lancelot. Uh, great, my story, finally. We'll, we'll see how I returned from the dead, or how Cora lied. Uh, <sighs> Bell's mother. Uh, my story of what happened with the trolls. Hook, the deal I made with Pan. Tinkerbell, my relationship with Pan. Will Scarlet, what happened to Anna? Lily, who my father is. <laughs> no, okay. We're bringing in new characters with new stories and more questions and answers that no fans have ever asked for. And this is me adding on. And we will probably never answer to begin with. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, that was awesome. Thanks, Thanks Aaron. thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> okay, it, that sounded like he had a little bit of haterade to spill there. A little. <laughs> Try gallon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> gallon of haterade. <laughs> All right. Oh um. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, did you guys have anything else to, to touch upon this week? I think we've. I'm just checking the Facebook real quick to see if anyone left any kind of comments on because I did mention if anyone wanted to leave comments there instead of uh, our other avenues, but it doesn't look like they did. So I was just trying to waste time while I checked that. <laughs> but <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> like stall. I said, so yeah, stall. Um, 
looks like we were going to be pretty uh, not busy until March. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure sometime in between now and then we'll schedule a spoiler party to discuss any kind of news or speculations that may arise over the next three months. So keep an eye out on the uh, Twitter feed and uh, face- Facebook timeline for that. And of course, uh, hopefully we'll be seeing you guys in the Universe Box patron hangout in a few weeks when that happens. I know I'll be there. I don't know about you two. I mean, I'm oh. sure it depends on what day they have and whatnot. I'll yeah. definitely try and be depends there. On right. The day. I'll try. So, but, but of course, we will do our best to attend. But until then, uh, it's going to be weird not hearing uh, hearing from you guys next week. I know. Yeah. It's going to be so different. I've, I've, I mean, we've only been doing this for for about two months now, and I just, like, I'm so used to it. It just is going right? to feel so weird. Mm-hmm. I agree. Totally. I'm used to this. This is my Monday. <laughs> yep. I love hanging out with you guys. I love hearing all the feedback from all of our listeners. I love being able to hang out with people and chat when they show up. And, uh, well, I guess that's going to be it. And like I said, until March, or probably about a few weeks before then when we finally have some news to speculate about. Um, but until then, <laughs> greetings. greetings from from And I didn't bring the theme up, and that was totally my fault, and we're going to try this one more time. (laughs) Gosh darn it, I was doing so well on the rest of the... uh... (laughs) Take two. (laughs) Oh my god, live.